Blog Talk Radio. Are now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, hey, happy Thursday, y'all. Welcome to the chat room. Hey, T. Hey, Lisa girl, how you doing? What's going on? Girl, it's a busy day. The busy, busy, busy day. Um, so I will try something different. You know, normally I do our little video drop, and I try something different. I tried a different design, and I don't like it. <laughs> That's yeah. why you always stick to what you know. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> oh, well, I'm excited about tonight. Uh, hopefully it'll work out whatever kinks you got to work out, because, you know, I'm technically challenged, girl. <laughs> Well, as you said, Miss T said, yeah, I can't help you there. I hope you get it worked out, though. <laughs> blessings. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. But I can't help you do that. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> oh, T. But, yeah, that's why you stick to what you know. You stick to what you know. You don't switch up. You don't switch up. Absolutely, absolutely. Leisha, I'm excited about tonight's show. I'm just looking at the guests. We got a hot lineup this evening. Most definitely. Hold on, I'm trying to. Hold on. Sorry, y'all. That's so rude. (laughs) No worries, no worries. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to fix the mess I made. But um oh, okay, <laughs> yes, we do. We got a great lineup. We really have a great, great lineup tonight. We got Aaron Bebo, we got Mo Payne Taylor, and author, model, actor, Garth Voicing. 
I'm gonna have to ask because you know I could tear I could tear a lot I could tear a name up you know and uh, so I got to make sure and be clear because mm-hmm. I even think before I, I I even think I used to say Aaron's name wrong before I learned how to say it properly so you know I have to. Yeah. Well, what were you saying if it wasn't properly? I don't think I called him Bebo. I called him something else. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, you know, it's all love. It's all love. He knew who you were talking about. Right, exactly. But we are so glad to be on the air on today. We thank you guys for tuning in to the chat room. We are talking that talk today with three Fabulous gentlemen. Uh, we're going to talk a, about a creative remix. I think each author that comes on tonight is a remix to the literary world. Uh, they have their own lane. They do things a little bit different. They have their own style. They only ha- they have their own pen style and style. They're creating their own lane to move about the industry. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know, we call Mr. Bebo the director with the pen, so he's going to have a lot to say about owning your own lane as well as owning your own style. And for those that are new that are joining Alicia and I tonight, thank you so much for tuning in, tuned in, doing anything else. But we appreciate you sharing your time this evening with us here on Let's Chat in the Chat Room. Now, here on Let's Chat, we love celebrating literature, and not just literature. As you'll see from our show tonight, we have different people coming in from different areas, no matter what it may be in your community, just life in general. We do it the royal way. So we want you to sit back, get your red cup, because Alicia and I, we don't judge. We just have a great time. And we're going to have an intimate, fun, and friendly chat tonight with three fabulous guests. And remember, if you have any questions that you'd like to put to our guests or to Alicia and I, just press your number one, and we'll bring you on into the chat room. But also remember, if you're listening online, you don't have to dial into the show, which is 347-205-9387. And then you press that number one, and we'll bring you guys on in. So we hope you guys are ready to enjoy our show tonight, because I know I am. I know I am, too. And um, I think the the rest of the shows for the uh, end of this year are going to be really, really hot. We got T. Stouts coming. We got Mary B. Morrison coming. We got Omar Tyree coming. I mean, the ladies, we're going we gonna to move into 2018 with the bang. So I'm really, really excited. Mm-hmm. Sound like the guys are going to take over the show tonight because we had the ladies last week. So make sure you hit those archives because Alicia and I got some awesome Awesome archives that y'all need to check out, and uh, not just on literature, but just in general. So check out those archives; they are rich with talent. Absolutely, absolutely, man. I'm so mad. I'm not really mad because I wanted to see what it looked like, but the little thing that I do every week, the little promo drop, I'm kind of a little perturbed mm-hmm. that it didn't turn out the way I thought it would, the way I imagined it in my head. And you know, you know, everything mm-hmm. is great when it's in your head, and then when it comes out, it's like, oh man, wow, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> that is so true. Also, with the with your food, you know, I'm into the food presentation. You know, you got it all nice and laid out, all the colors and the the everything, and then you put it out there like, Mm-mm, this ain't working. It may taste good, but it isn't. <laughs> 
the worst part when you go to somebody's wedding and the food is nasty. So, you know, every time you go to a wedding, everybody got an escape plan. Like, okay, look. We're going to be here for 45 <laughs> minutes. If the food ain't right, we're going to subtract 15 minutes and we're going to go eat. Okay? So, and then we'll go back for the reception party. But if the music ain't right, we're going to leave out. So, you know, the worst thing is to go to a wedding reception and the food is nasty and you got you like there, you hungry. It's like, oh, my God, what is this? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, wasted all that time. Get what a new outfit. Got the, I don't got the gift. Salivating. <laughs> and the gift, right? I don't buy a gift and a new outfit. I done sat in the hot church and you mean to tell me this is what I got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's some funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to take a brief break and we will be right back. Absolutely. We're going to play you some of this Bebo since he's going to be in here dropping some jewels and knowledge. Make sure you got your papers and pencils ready because he always dropping that knowledge. We'll be back. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my body, set my name first Gonna make up, go in the same purse We out here on the grind she got the same thirst, I got a mind, body, and soul, three-round burst. My soldier in heels, the breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that, she want my attention, and she know it's time to be back. I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. Blige. Pump like handles till she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs. I could tell that she mind by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice, taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife, so all them shots be misses, bitch, get you a life, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, one snore, she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong, roll up, one whiff and I'm gone, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, one snore, she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong, roll up, one whiff and I'm gone, how you doing, love? What's your name, number, and sign? You so divine. Let me look at you from behind. Yeah, your body banging. Coke bottle, some type of model. Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow. Got my attention. You got my head spinning. The kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing. The boy taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day. We can get away on a holiday. Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting. Chopping it up, back to back, blunts in motion Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer Baby, tell me how that sound, I want the finer Things in life, A1 weed, papers and pipes And we can get it right I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole 
life when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia She turning me on One line at a time Once more she gone Like glass jars Use the whole fifth when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone
we talking that talk today with three fabulous gentlemen. We're going to talk about a creative remix. I don't know if you guys are just tuning in. If you are, welcome, welcome, welcome. We have our first guest, author, Mo Payne Taylor. He's going to come and kick it in the chat room with us and talk about his creative remix. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Well, welcome to the chat room, Mr. Mo Payne Taylor. Yes. How you doing? <laughs> we good. We good. We are good. All right. So, for all of those that are not familiar with the pen, tell everybody about a little bit about your work and the passion behind your pen. Um. Well, I'm 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 also a, I'm a spoken word poet. I write I write urban fiction. I started writing at the age of nine. I was writing poetry before I wrote anything. And my 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 whole create creativity just come from life experiences and, and not going back not going back to the way I was living before. So that's my motivation of when I write. All right now, okay. so you got some passion behind that pen. Oh, I got a lot of passion behind that pen. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what it. That's what it takes. Now, tell us about your latest read. Uh, your your most current release. Um, that'll be Solomon. The book is called Solomon. Mhm. Okay. Tell us a little it. bit about Solomon. I can read. And, and what and came and by, what's behind the creativity um, of that particular book? And the title itself, because you know Solomon—that's a strong word. That's a strong name. Uh, this is the funny thing about the title. The title was supposed to be "Dirt Beneath the Carpet," but when I started writing the character, the first the first chapter is called Solomon. So when I started when I started dumb, dumb developing this character, I'm gonna say, man, you know what? I'm gonna name the book Solomon because Solomon just—it's just the just name itself is strong. You know what I'm saying? So I just named the book Solomon because the whole book is built around him. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about the storyline. What can the readers expect from your pen? I can read y'all the synopsis if y'all like. Oh, no. We don't read synopsis here on Let's Chat. Mm-mm. You have to be able to see, – because, see, this is the thing. We readers, right? And so mm-hmm. as a reader, when you're an author, you have to be able to – Show your passion to your readers. So when you tell people about your story, not just the synopsis, not running off the technical um, behind the story, but running off just giving um, giving us a, a snippet of the story and wrap it up in your passion. Like most of the time when you ask the author about their story, it's their passion seeps out for why they wrote what they wrote and their characters and how their characters mean about them. So when we ask you to tell about your story, we want you to tell about tell us about it. Don't tell us about the synopsis. Oh, okay. You gave you a whole rundown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the whole don't, give away, don't give away too much. You know, just I, like a little bird bath of it. Don't give away I, too much, but I you just, want them to feel your passion in it. I just touch bases on the character a little bit. Absolutely. So the thing is, the whole thing is about it's built around Solomon of him trying to hold, trying to hold his family together. Like his 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 wife, she 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 he's he's on drugs a little bit. His son's a drug dealer. His daughter's a stripper. And he's supposed he's supposed to be a preacher and trying to hold it down, but 
when mm-hmm. his secrets start to come out, he's worrying about his secrets going to destroy the family that he tried to hold together so 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 strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, now it sounds like he's got some secrets that he don't want. Is it? Is the secrets about? I'm sorry, uh, Montaigne. This is Tony. We're gonna try to differentiate between the two of us because we heard we sound so much alike. But yeah, the know, secrets that we had this problem. To, we had this problem last time. Y'all know y'all sound alike to me. <laughs> We're trying to fool you. That's all. We got to keep you on. I guess on their toes. But the secrets yeah. that um, he's trying to keep within. Is it the secrets of his family or the secrets of within him himself? It's a secret. The secret is within him of his past. He he don't want his past to be revealed. So if his past be revealed, mm-hmm. his whole family going 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 to be going to be like you trying to hold us together, and you got this crazy dark secret that's coming up. Oh, let me find out. <laughs> right, I'm just about to say how much of that is about you, because you know most oh. of the time authors authors write reality. Even if they shape it up into a fiction or a nonfiction, they're writing reality. They're writing either reality of what they're going through, how they're feeling, what they're thinking about. It's some sort of reality. And it sounds like that, that your story has a little bit of reality behind it. What was going on in your world when you decided to sit down and write this book? Uh, the creativity came from him used to being this this guy, this bad guy, he's trying to hold this image of being a good guy now. He doesn't want nobody to know what he used to do. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the, the thing he doesn't want to come out. Mm-hmm. But when people found you, out, right now, do you think that's a Especially in nowadays, um, especially with men, men can be so prideful. Do you think that a lot of times nowadays that that's what happens um, when you they fall down, they make mistakes, either go to jail or whatever the case may be. Oh yeah. Oh, but they try to cover and they try to hide that past instead of sharing it to try and keep other people oh, out of it. All right, let's put it like this. This most definitely. I'm put. I'm gonna give you an example. Say this girl got this guy. He 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 runs bubble baths. He picks up from work. He irons her clothes. Do everything. Then when that crazy sick come out, she gonna be like, "Damn, you should do all that." And she's gonna look at him kind of different. Mm-hmm. Like, "Oh, I'm a little I'm a little scared now." She's not gonna. She's gonna mm-hmm. be about that's the same guy that was running them baths. The same guy that was buying her flowers. The same guy that was ironing her clothes for work. She's she's just stuck on this. This what he used to do. And that's the thing. If they iron, ladies, if dude is ironing your clothes and running your bubble bath, you better run. I'm just saying. He's crazy. I'm for real. If he's running your bubble bath, ironing your clothes, cutting your steak, is something wrong. Mm-hmm. Be concerned about that. Be concerned about that, ladies. I have to tell no ladies that. I'm sorry, but this is T. This is Tony. I'm going to have to co-sign with my girl right there because I, 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 I ain't no, never had someone run me through. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with a good man because a really, really good man is really hard to find. However, 
the ones that's doing too much, like there are some doing too much. Like you meet them on Tuesday and they doing everything on Wednesday. Run, girl, run. That's too much that's too the, soon. That's the whole that's the whole point. That's the whole point. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was a good laugh on playing. I gotta give you that. But uh in, in the real world <laughs> in the real world, I am not I am not cut for that kind of man. <laughs> <laughs> because even females, oh even, even I'm even gonna flip it. Even females, because you have those fem- females. We're already nurturers at heart. That's what we do. We nurture. No, I don't nurture me too much. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if she's doing too much too soon, man, brother, y'all need to run. If she is, first of all, if she's doing wifely things and she is not your wife, you need to run. So you need to be washing your clothes and washing your own clothes. <laughs> but if you meet her on Monday and on Tuesday she washing your clothes, trying to pick your kids up from school, she crazy. Run. Mm-hmm. Now you don't agree with that, Mopane? Come on, be honest, be real. Keep it real, Mopane. Yeah, that's the whole point why I said it. <laughs> okay. We want to make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> It was the whole Make point. Sure I was saying the, when, the whole point I was saying when they when they try too hard so the secret don't come out. Mhm. That's so true. So, that is so true. When you were writing this, how did you put the story together? Um, how did how did you bring everything together? He he's trying to live uh, a double life. He's got double all these different things going on. How were you able to bring the story together so it doesn't? Um, people ask, people ask me flow. stuff like that all the time when I write. Here's the thing about when I write. My imagination is uh-huh. so loose to feel that I don't even think about it. Actually, I just open up my, my laptop and just write. Like, I don't do uh-huh. an outline. I don't do anything. I just open up. I just let my imagination write the story. Oh. So is it based on plot or character? I mean, how do you, like, the chicken before the egg? Do you have your story before you have the title? The main character, how do you do I brainstorm, it? I brainstorm a little bit in my brain. Like, I know which direction I want to go. Like, okay. when I made the book, I, I knew what type of dude Solomon was going to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted mm-hmm. him to be this guy. When people look at him, they, they think he's well put together. But then when his secret come out, everybody's going to look at him. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. want to say certain things because it's going to give the secret away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, you know, like we, like Lisha said, that name alone is a strong name. I and um, like, I a lot like of people. I put it like okay. this. Solomon, Solomon is not fit to be messed with. I put it like that. Oh, all okay. right now. Well, all right, Solomon. Solomon. Okay. <laughs> we can work with that. Now, I got a question for you, Mo. If we were sitting here in twenty twenty in twenty nineteen and we were talking about the things that you will have accomplished, what are some of the things that we will be talking about? Um, actually making 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 one of my books a movie. Okay. Oh. Which one would you want to make a movie? I'm actually working on Solomon. Actually, exciting. Okay, now, 
It is. Now, would you consider, uh, this is Tony, now would you, are you going to go the the web series route? How, what 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 do you have in mind, if, you, if you're able to share with our listeners? I wanted to do Solomon as a movie, but I don't, my, but my other book, Pour Back In, I want to go with that as a web series. Because mm-hmm. a lot of authors get their feet wet with web series just to see that yeah. feel of taking it to the screen, you know? Because you can want to do something, but once you actually dive into what it is, you, you talking, you got to switch I'll lanes. Be, you got to switch it up. I'll be fine with either, either, either direction I go. I'd be, mm-hmm. I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be either way it go. It'd be a major accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now our topic today is a creative remix. Tell us a little bit about the things that you do to stay in your lane um, and be such a, a different type of feel and taste with your pen in the industry. Um, I, I, I watch I watch different things. Like I'm always. I'm like, I'm always watching movies. I'm always watching different things and I always challenge myself. Like when I watch something, I'll be like, how would I write this? I was writing this. Like, how would I do, how would I do that? And like on, like on my poetry, mm-hmm. I, I always try to touch bases on like what's going on in today. Like most of my, most of my poetry is, 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 is about women surviving. It's about making a breakthrough. Like I used to be homeless. I write about like all, all that stuff. Like, when I do my spoken word poetry, I I don't I don't write it down. I let it come off the top of my brain because I think it it be more resourceful and people will feel it more. But that's what I'm feeling at the moment. Mhm. All right. Now is your I have one question before we wrap up. Now is your passion more towards your poetry side or your fiction side? Oh, it's fifty fifty. I, I say that because 50/50. I love. I, I, yeah, I love I love writing urban fiction, but. Cause, I have two different like fan sets when it comes to the poetry and it comes to the urban fiction. Mm-hmm. Like I like creating creating different characters on that um um when I'm writing books, but I also cannot forget about my poetry. That was my first love. Like I like I said, I started writing poetry when I was nine years old in foster care to escape my reality. So I can never forget about my poetry. Okay, now I know we're wrapping up, but now you don't got me intrigued. Now you do poetry and you do fiction, and you have a, a pretty good following. Do you do, does your followers kind of coincide with each genre that you write, or you have different different? Um, yeah, I put I put them readers. I put them all up. I put I put like every day I try to put a poem up because also has a also have a poetry page called Mo Painter's Knowledge. So I, I always put that up. I always like. A lot, a lot of women love the poem I wrote called "Woman's Wept." I put that, I put that up. Mhm. Okay. A lot of, a lot of people. All right, now. When, they, like, when people find out, they're very shocked that I write poetry. Cause they, when they read my book, they were like, "You write poetry?" They don't, they don't read my, my book. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. When they read my poetry, they were like, "Oh, they were like, they, they tell you all the time, I'm very talented to be able to do both." All right. All right. So, you know, we, we love to wrap up our interviews with on a fun note. And I already know my fun note for you, Mr. Mo Payne Taylor. Um, What's that? It's, it's going to be a little creative. We're not going to keep it long. But I know you. Um, I, you better clutch your pearls you if you got them now because ain't no telling what she's going to get you to say. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you based out of New York, first of all? Am I based out of New York? Do you live in New York, in the New York area? No, I, live in Rich- 
I live in Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. Okay, see, now you done changed my venue. I'm going to have to come a little different route, Leisha. I just knew he was from New York. Okay, for your fun question, Mr. Mopay Taylor, we are going to combine your pen, your poetry, and your, not just your pen, but Solomon. I want you to have Solomon create a quick poem, not in uh, your, your, your genre that you write, but we're going to make it a murder mystery. I want you to use a marshmallow as the weapon. Can you do a, a, a 30 second promo poem by Solomon? Don't be I've done that before. I don't have never done nothing like that's, that before. That's the, challenge. that's the challenge. Okay, we're going to keep it simple for you. We're going to have Solomon write a poem about a, a marshmallow. How's that? A marshmallow? Yep. Wow, marshmallow. Now, if you listen, if you listen to Let's Chat, you know we throw things out there that we just love our listeners and our guests to just grab and make it their own. So make this marshmallow more paint tailors. <laughs> oh, my gracious, man. I, <laughs> I know I, I, I'm, okay, I'm, I, I guess I can try. Of course. That's all. Just try. A marshmallow, though. What the hell? <laughs> I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I can't think of Okay, let me give. Okay, let me give you a, a a different question, a different fun. Okay, if you were a piece of candy, what would you be and why? Oh, a piece of candy. Hershey bar. A Hershey bar. Yeah. Okay, tell us why. Some pure chocolate. Oh, just not just chocolate, but pure chocolate. <laughs> yeah, um, pure chocolate. All right, ain't nothing wrong with that. Was that better? How about a chunk pure yeah. chocolate with a marshmallow? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry about the mar- I'm sorry about the marshmallow. But I just cannot think of anything to say with the marshmallow. I, I give y'all props. Y'all stumped me on that one. I give it to you. <laughs> we stumped you. <laughs> yeah, stumped me on that one. I never. You got me on that one. I would have to, well, that, I would have to, to have and really write write that one. I can't do that one off the top of my head. I see you're supposed to do something off the top of your head. Use your genius. Just okay. Well, do us a poem off the top of your head. Do us a poem um, about the 31 flavors of literature. The 31 flavors of literature? <laughs> yeah. What's the 31 flavors of literature? Whatever you create. Come on now, Mo Payne. We've been here before. <laughs> this uh, is you not your first rodeo ride. <laughs> yeah, I know that's right. I'll do something right quick. Okay. Through my mind, I write injustice, looking at the clouds and watching the rain. Only through my power, I let my pen bleed. This is exactly how I came through my pain. But I'm still writing to overcome this homeless and deep in my mind. Nobody can take this from me. They look at the ladder that I climbed, the success that I jumped off, and I never trade this pen for nothing. I do this inside of my heart to stay still and stay strong. No matter the words that come across me, no matter the mud that I came across, and I still allow my pen to drag through this mud, so in the same the dirt that I came out of. Is that good? That was great. I like that. That was awesome. See, we like to, this is the thing. 
we like to give the readers just a little bit of taste of your pen naturally. I think yeah. all authors have a natural pen. Um, in the words of Aaron Bebo, they all have their own signature. And I like it when he asks that question because that allows the readers to experience you in your element, your creative element, you know, and, and how quick your mind works, how your pen is going to flow. They get to see that mm-hmm. up front. They get to see it naturally. It's kind of like writing a story a cappella. I got mm-hmm. you. Did you like that? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm glad you gave me a chance to redeem myself. I couldn't get off of being stumped on this marshmallow. <laughs> all night, I, all night, I'm gonna be like a damn marshmallow. <laughs> now I'm gonna be trying to, now I'm gonna be trying to come up with something with a marshmallow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back to you with that marshmallow thing. But you know, all right, all right. But next time it won't be a marshmallow. It's gonna be something totally different. I'm gonna be better for y'all. Y'all a trip. We love it. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for always supporting us. Uh, On your way out the chat. Go ahead, say it again, sweetie. Can I give a shout out real quick? Because I told my publisher. You sure can. Um, I'd like to shout out my publisher, my wonderful publisher, Angel Williams, Star City Publications. I'd like to shout out Stacey Stacks. She's another, she's my pen sister, motivates me very well. And Ivana, Ivana. And I, I thank y'all for giving oh. me this chance to talk about my books, my poetry, as always. When my new book comes out, Absolutely. I will be ready. Yeah, you, have, you, have, you are welcome. Just let me Mom. know or let T know when you want to come back and we'll make it happen. Yeah, I'm going to come back and stand talk about marshmallow. I'm about to get drunk and laugh at that all night. <laughs> okay, see, so now you got to go so back. Much. You got to go back and listen to our archives last week because we had the ladies up in here, and they did a whole sex scene with a marshmallow. And somebody did an erotic, erotic murder. What was it, an erotic... Uh, Murder, murder. A erotic murder with scene that. with a with a marshmallow. I mean, it was it was crazy, but they did it. <laughs> yeah, that's them. That's a different type of mind. <laughs> well, okay, we so appreciate you. We appreciate you for hanging with us and and riding along with our craziness. So you know, you're always welcome back here. And yeah, before you leave the chat room, please shout out to shout out to social media handles and anywhere and everywhere they can get your latest work. Um, my work is on Amazon, Kindle, main Mopane Taylor mm-hmm. on Facebook, on Instagram is, mm-hmm. is Mopane BA3, and on Twitter is Moses Dash Payne. Okay. Do you have any events coming up? Oh, um, not yet, but um, I want to let y'all know because my, my publisher is putting together a thing in, in Atlanta, so it's something coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll keep a fight with it. Absolutely. Shout out to Angel and Stacy and all of his other peeps. We thank you so much for making this interview happen, and we hope you guys have an awesome evening. Mopane, thank you so much again for joining Lisa and I. I, I, I'm still going to listen to y'all crazy tales tonight. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. We try to get crazier for 2018, so make sure you tune in, tell a friend, share it. We're going to get crazy here for 2018. So we're excited. We appreciate you always holding us down. Mm-hmm. Thanks, okay. <laughs> All You're right. Welcome. Have a great evening now. You too. <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> that was funny. I loved yes. messing with him. <laughs> <laughs> that was really fun. We had some fun with that one. We had some fun with that one. That marshmallow, that was a good one, T. It was. <laughs> now, see, Mope ain't going to be thinking about the marshmallows for the rest of the night. <laughs> Yep, and then when he come on next time, he going to say, you're going to ask him a question that's not going to be about the marshmallow. He'll be like, no, I need to go back to the marshmallow question because I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's going to be a whole new thing. Next time, Mopane come in the chat room. <laughs> Absolutely. We appreciate everybody for tuning in to Let's Chat. If you are just tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. We want to make sure we shout out. Our show host, our monthly show host, is author Gottfried Nicholson. He is the author of Moments of Pleasure and Violence. Shout out to him. Make sure you go and one-click his work. Shout out to Teresa B. Howe. That's that. Are you about that church life? Make sure you go Mm -hmm. and check out her new book. She's working on part three. Part two has dropped. We're going to take a brief break, and then we will be back with Garth Vileson. I'm going to have to ask him about this name because, you know, I could tear a name up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. Yacht dreams on a sunny day. Six rings like MJ. She said she never ever been with a star She said she never gave nobody a heart I said relax, this is only the beginning As long as you with me, baby, know that you winning Winning, 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 you winning As long as you with me, baby, know that you winning Yeah, she ain't heard, I'm the owner, coach, a star and player they both not compare, yeah The finest fabrics that just pay the chain No need us arguing over petty things Look, pull up in foreign horses, I'm the jockey Green light on gold, baby, who gon' stop me? Girl, rub me three times, I grant you wishes Don't need no missile toast to give you kisses Start flashing, I be like, damn girl, you blowing up I so you skating on me, no need them hating on you Louise, I'm lacing on you, nothing is basic on you Smile on your face, make me say, girl, you so beautiful What I got in that safe, that's only for me and you know Between love and hate, 
all you gotta say is coach put me in the game I can see it in your eyes, you still a little surprised Futuristic ballin' like we doing this here before our time Got hook on them like my name Jabbar Know you winning when you with a star Yeah Tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. 
Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. We just had a fabulous interview with author Mo Payne Taylor. If you're just tuning in and you missed the interview, no worries. You can head over to blogtalk.com or iTunes and check out our archives. Now we got our next guest coming in here, uh, author Garth Violson. I'm going to ask him about his name, T, because you know I can mess the name up. And this is a fabulous, fabulous author. I mean, he is from Trinidad and Tobago. He is a model. He, I mean, fitness. All of this, I, we need to get some information uh, from him. He needs going to drop some jewels, some life jewels, motivational jewels. So I'm excited that we're able to have him here in the chat room today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good night, good night. How are you? <laughs> we are great. Welcome to the chat room. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, for all of those that don't know about... They don't know about you. They don't know about your your work. Tell everybody a little bit about your literary journey. What made you decide to pick up your pen um, and share your thoughts with the world? All right. So let's see where we can start the journey at. Um, I think for a long time I was not uh, somebody that was good at communicating some kind of some stuff. Uh, so I would normally write stuff mm-hmm. down. Um, and the writing stuff down actually helped me to be able to deal with a lot of different life situations uh, growing up and, you know, and having to interact with other people, um, trying to find myself in terms of, you know, what, what, what passion I had. I did play sports and stuff like that. But, you know, I found other things interesting, like writing, like poetry, mm-hmm. you know, simple some things that, things that the, the group of friends that I had at that time, they were not too much into. So my escape. If you, if you want to call it that, was being able to jot down my own thoughts and kind of reflect on, on, on where I am, um, where I would like to be. Uh, so the, the journey for the writing uh, is something that helped me along the way a lot, um, especially later on in life when other challenges came up and you're looking for an escape, you know, and mine was fitness and being able to write down my thoughts. So I guess it was a combination of, of, of trying to find different outlets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Now I have a question because you do so much. How did you go from fitness and modeling to being an author and a motivational speaker? How did how did you make that transition? That's a big leap. Um, you know, I mean, if you if you think about it, actually, most fitness trainers. Um, you know, the ones who have a passion for it, they understand that the dynamic of personal training when you're trying to help others change their lifestyle um, comes from being able to get into their mind, being able to connect with somebody on a, a level that they're understanding why you're trying to help them. They understand the reasons for change. They understand, you know, the reasons for the lifestyle change. And when I started writing mm-hmm. and I was still doing fitness, I, I branded myself as inspiring both body and mind because I thought it would be something that you had to connect, um, you know, the body and the mind together in order to get things done. You know, same thing goes for life and, and different facing different challenges, overcoming different obstacles. I think a main part of it mm-hmm. for me was being able to connect not just with the body and having a look, but being able to help to help others understand the reason 
for the changes and for growth and for making better decisions when it came to fitness. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't much of a leap, but more like it. I tried to find how we could be connected. So therefore, that's mm-hmm. why I have a little tagline that says inspiring both body and mind, because I do think it is important to get into the mind of the client for them to make those changes. Because if you can't connect with them, then they, they most likely won't make any changes or see any results. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, guys, absolutely. this is Tony. This is Tony. Before I ask you my question, you're going to have to tell us how to properly pronounce your last name. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's Voise. Voise. Uh, see, I was messing it all up. Oh, my oh, yeah. goodness. But, but the good thing off. is that you, you had off. Trinidad and Tobago right, which is good. So I either go with, if, you know, if they get Trinidad and Tobago right, then that's good. If they get, you know, the last name correct. That's good too. So mm-hmm. okay, so say it one more time right. so we can get it. It's voise. Voise. Is it French? Yeah. Okay. Yes, it is. It is. Oh, all right. Now well, we have right. to talk. My <laughs> my babysitter <laughs> was from uh, Trinidad and Tobago. But my question is, you know, you you're talking about all this fitness. You look like you live what you 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 live how you talk. Does God ever have a cheat day that I don't feel like doing nothing about fitness? I'm going to eat this bowl of Cheerios or Fruit Loops. Do you ever have a cheat day? (laughs) Well, I mean, not a day, but, yeah. I mean, I I do have these meals that I just like. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of pizza. so I I won't lie and say anything else. I am a fan of pizza. Um, So, you know, Mm -hmm. I I do have those meals. I mean, I think think it's mainly about finding that type of balance. You know, I was never on the strict, strict, strict diet. I always found time for uh-huh. something that I had, I liked doing. Um, you know, and even okay. even with clients of mine, it's okay to have a cheat meal every once in a while, but <laughs> not a cheat day. That's oh, okay. okay. I heard that emphasis. I heard that oh, emphasis on me. Well, I've been messing all up then. I'm going to have to start all over. After the first, I'm going to have no more cheat days after December 1st. No more cheat days. I thought you could have a cheat day. Like, if you do good, you had that one day we could eat whatever you want. <laughs> nah, but now that I know it's a meal, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I got it's it now. I got meal. it. All right. Well, good. See, look at that. We yeah, already he, learned something he, already. So that's good. He was... He was emphatic on that meal, at least, not a day. So I got that. I checked that off. You know, nothing gets biased too much here on this chat, guys. I just want I didn't want to say. Well, that's good. <laughs> now let's talk about the book. I want to know, I, I'm always fascinated about the, the process uh, behind the author's pen, uh, the passion behind the author's pen. What's the passion and the uh, drive behind your pen when you decided to sit down and write this book? I think the initial passion uh, came from seeing how much it helped me. And I, I started writing on Facebook, I think, since like 2009, 2010. It was actually just post after mm-hmm. post. Um, and I did get some good feedback from people. You know, it, some people would email me and tell me that, you know, I feel as though you're writing to me. Um, whatever you wrote today, it really helped. I was, you know, I, I read it and it made me feel a little bit better. So I think the passion of it, the passion came from trying to help somebody else. So like I've changed the passion now into like a mission where if I get one person to read it for the day, I get one person to read it and maybe share it. That's part of the mission. Cause I think we, we've, we've come away from, we've been, okay. We've been so connected that I think we've disconnected from a lot of things. I agree. So, you know, so I try to still utilize the platform that they do have, which is the social media. Um, 
to spread the mission, to spread the idea of, you know what, let's read, let's let's write, let's reflect. So I think that's where it comes from. And I think I go through a lot of obstacles and challenges, just like everybody else. Um, but I'm trying to find ways to keep going. And sometimes that comes from the feedback from someone, from the people who read stuff. You know, sometimes it comes from the feedback from the groups that I'm in where sometimes I'm having a bad day and somebody may post something because I encourage people to post things too. So I, I definitely feel like encouraging other people's success definitely won't dampen yours or, or hinder your success. So I encourage a lot of people to post something positive, to write something positive. I read it, you know, I repost it. So I think passion definitely comes from having a mission to share the knowledge and share the experiences, share what I've been through, share how I overcome or overcame it, um, hoping that in return it could help somebody else. Absolutely. Now, last week on Let's Chat, we had the women in the chat room, and uh, we talked about wholeness. Uh, we're actually going to have another show uh, in December where we're going di- dive, to dive in deeper with wholeness. But I think a lot of times we forget to make sure that we're whole before we head out and into different journeys and into different lanes. You know, life is kind of like going on a freeway. You get off at an exit, but I think we forget to make sure that we're whole on the inside before mm-hmm. we get into relationships, before we make business deals, to make sure that we're we're complete. I know, especially for women, it's so easy for us to get lost in our husband's world, our boyfriend's world, our children's world, because we get so wrapped up, we forget to get wrapped up in love on ourselves a little bit. Do you think that is... Um, a big issue with men as well. Uh, I I think it's an issue, you know, with men and women. I definitely think so. I think it's something that, you know, a lot of people are looking for people to um, complete them and not compliment them. You know, like if 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 you if you're going into something, in regard in regardless of what it is, I think a lot of times people look more for somebody to complete them or to you know, like you said, to make them whole. Um, and you'll always be searching for that that one thing because you know it's it's not there's nobody it's not nobody else's job to make you whole. There's nobody mm-hmm. else to complete you. You know the things that you have on your journey, that what what makes you what 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 builds your character, what builds a lot of different things in your life. So nobody can come in from the outside and and complete that. I think what most people do is they go in looking for the completion part of it and not the compliment. The person that you're with is supposed to compliment you. You're supposed to still have your own stuff. You're supposed to have your own views and stuff. Like, you don't have to change your view of something, you know. So I, I do believe that a lot of men have the same thing. I mean, we may go into the same type of relationships looking for somebody that fills some type of void that we think we have when mm-hmm. we should really be looking for somebody to compliment us in terms of to be an addition to what we already have. Absolutely. You know, I love to listen to uh, Torrey Roberts, um, and he talked about um, wholeness, and he talks about when two broken people come together. When two broken people come together, once you heal either both or one or the other, your relationship starts to fall apart because – you guys were broken when you got together. You mm-hmm. you weren't whole. You were you were half of who you are supposed to be. And I think that a lot of times we walk through life that way. You know, sure. we 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 function off chemistry. You know, 
we have chemistry with this person, chemistry with that person. Oh, let's do a business deal, you know, because we work so well together. And I think we forget the other part of knowing who you're dealing with or understanding yourself at the same time. Mm-hmm. You give so much to so many people, and then you forget that if you pour coffee out of a coffee cup, but you don't put coffee back in the cup, that cup is going to be empty. And right. you're not going to have anything else to pour out. Yep, yep. That and I think totally we forget about that. Yeah, so I, as I a life, forget about it. Absolutely. As a life coach, what are five um, five jewels you can drop um, on us? And our listeners today. Uh, I think I think one of those that I I have for myself is that you have to believe in yourself, um, because if 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 you don't believe in what you're about to do or what you're doing, nobody else is going to believe, and it's not even their job to. So I think having a belief in what you set out to do is, is one thing. Um, thinking that things will be easy <laughs> or not challenging at all, uh, that's a, a recipe for failure because. In order for us to grow, we have to, to, to face different challenges and be uncomfortable. Um, so I think that, that will be, you know, number two. I think having a realistic approach on it. Um, you know, one, one other thing that I have, I've, I think you said it earlier, um, in my genre of what I'm doing, I, I think my mom said to me a while ago, if you're going to write about stuff and promote stuff, you have to live it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's that's the problem. A lot of people are not they're promoting stuff, but not living what they're promoting. Uh-huh. If you if you understand what I mean. Um, so you know that, that I think we're up to like three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I think you have to have a passion for whatever it is you decide to do. If you want to become a teacher and you have a passion to become a teacher, I think that's going to take you a long way because that passion is going to help you to overcome whatever whatever challenges that you have to face. So you mm-hmm. must have a passion. And I think lastly is like what I said earlier about having a mission or a purpose. If it's all about you, I think you already failed. So it has to be something that is going to help somebody else. And I think that's why we are actually placed here to help other people. So I think if you have a purpose or a passion, um, a, a purpose and a passion designed to help other people, I think it definitely would be a success, if not presently, but in the long run. Absolutely. I definitely agree. I always, my, actually, my, my motto is love your position, but always plot your promotion. Never get comfortable and stay in one place too long. Always grow. Always keep your vision sharp, your eyes sight, open, your eyes open. You know, stay on your path with your vision just, just footsteps away and keep going. Don't stop. Um, because distractions are easy. We, I just was realizing today um, at work that we're a distracted society. We get distracted, distracted over the littlest things that it's like, really? Yes, we do. I mean, that wasn't much. But you're distracted by that, so okay. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're I placed there, too, though. Distractions are placed there for us. Um, I, and I think it's... It, you know, it's not in a, a tricky way, but I think the distractions are placed there to see how bad we want certain things also. You know, to True. see how, how yeah. focused we can be on what we set out to do. Because if you really think about it, mm-hmm. there's a lot of negative, but there's also a lot of positive. There's a lot of things that could keep you directed to where you're about to go, and there's a lot of distractions. So it's always based on the decision, you deciding what 
is going to help or what's going to hurt. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. This is Tony Garth. I have a question. You know, I, I, yes. I was sitting here listening to your journey and your passion about what it is that you do, and and one thing keeps coming to my mind is a is a proverb or a quote from Shakespeare, which is, um, three are the uses of adversity. I'm not sure if you you read Shakespeare, but it's, it's <laughs> in a nutshell, it's about taking the good and the bad, mostly the bad, and making it work for you. These are the uses of adversity. And how has that applied to you? Are you familiar with that quote? Yeah. I'm not sure if you read Shakespeare. You are, okay. How has your journey, you know, expected or otherwise, what was the biggest jewel that you came away learning about yourself and with the, the you within you? Good question. Um you know, like I said, the journey I have had so far, and I say so far because you know it's it's not done yet. Um, mm-hmm. Right. The, so far, I've I've learned that a lot of what I dislike was actually stuff about me instead of about other people. Things that I needed to change, mm-hmm. and the faster I changed it, is the faster I got to the other level on my journey. Um, you know, I've never really shared a lot of stuff about the journey, like to say in the writing and stuff like that, which actually I'm 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 starting to do more of now. But you know, there were mm-hmm. times when, like, I, I lived in my car for a little bit, um, and it took me to 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 stop procrastinating to get out of that situation, which is something that I would have done before. I would have procrastinated a lot of things before. Um, so I think right. sometimes self evaluation, it, it's is a uh, an avenue for you to really develop the things about you that need to get fixed. And it mm-hmm. helps you to now understand that, you know, you can't go through life blaming other people for things that didn't work out. Most times it, it's on you to make that decision mm-hmm. to either want to be there or don't mm-hmm. want to be there. So um, right. for my journey so far, I think that that has been a big thing. Um, and that's why, this book has been more about self-reflection because mm-hmm. it's what helped me to now get out or get get out of certain situations that I would have put myself in and quickly learn to learn you know quickly try to blame somebody else. So you know it, mm-hmm. it's not about being perfect on the journey, but it's about me trying to find out well, okay how can I become better? How can I grow into what I would like to be? Not really like a a, right. a a certain position. Like I I don't want to grow into become a famous actor or, or a famous model. I don't want to grow into that. I want to be able mm-hmm. to leave something back that when people take it and they read it twenty, thirty, forty years from now, they could say, okay, yeah, this makes sense, or this mm-hmm. pertains to my life at this moment, or I've been through this, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, for my part, I think the self reflection is, is one of the main things that I've had to face and had to deal with, that mm-hmm. definitely helped me so far. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. And I just want to make sure I, I gave our listeners the correct um, verb is sweet are the uses of adversity, and that's from Shakespeare. And with that being said, Garth, um, and this book sounds wonderful, and I'm sure it's touching a lot of people where they need to be touched, where they are in their journey. Do you think that you'll be putting out something else in relation to this, or Will this be a one and done, or you go off into a different direction? How how are you gonna 
follow this up with the sophomore novel, or if you are going to sophomore novel it? Um, this actually is the third part of this book, which is um, the journey oh, okay. continues. Yeah, the journey continues. The initial hard copy was on is on Amazon, um, and mm-hmm. I did an expanded edition of it. Uh, I was doing some research on a book by uh, Jim Ferris called um, The Four okay. Hour Work Week, and he expanded on his stuff. Uh, that was the time when I was trying to get more into entrepreneurial, you know, work for yourself type mm-hmm. of, you know, that was the stage I was at. So I expanded the book with a little bit more quotes and a little bit more stuff to write. Um, and I wanted to grow into a, a, a better author. So what I did is I was trying to okay. add substance as I go. So this is the third book. So as it is right now, the third book is an ebook. It will be published most likely by, um, by Christmas in terms of hard copy and on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny thing is, when I was sending this book to get edited, I realized that I wrote a entire, I wrote another entire book, you know, um, mm-hmm. that hopefully next year I could put that out too. But it, it just needs to go get just to be edited. So I think I I I love writing. I love sharing the thoughts. I love um, helping other people, especially with their journey. You know, like I said, it's not just it's never going to just be an easy one or a smooth one. So. As much as I can help, I'll continue helping, you know. And, and the one thing I've stuck with so far, beside the fitness, has been writing. So to follow this up, there's already mm-hmm. something that I have in mind that I want to do. Um, has a lot to do with thoughts and, again, self-reflection. Because the books are actually more like a self-help book, you know, to see mm-hmm. if, if anybody needs it. That, you know, they could just kind of utilize it and write their thoughts down, which is, um, another direction I'm going to because I want to visit the kids in the schools because uh, a lot of things that are happening now with like cyberbullying and all these other things, a lot of these kids mm-hmm. don't have an outlet to get exactly. their emotions out. Um, so that's that's, that's another true. direction I'm taking with the book. So like last year, the last couple of years, I went to Atlanta and did something in the school. Um, we're in talks right now with an, a teacher, a friend of mine from Atlanta, Georgia, um, to get into mm-hmm. one of the schools that she does like a, a success class. Mm-hmm. to talk to them about right. journaling and stuff like that too. So I want to try and do that like once a year, try to get back there. Normally I give away the books to the classes so they have it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I mean, the follow-up the follow up in terms of having the content, that's, that's already there. I just want to make sure that the mission mm-hmm. has a good direction. Um, so mm-hmm. far it seems like we're in the right direction, especially when it comes to the kids and trying to help them with the journaling part of it and getting your thoughts out on paper, which is something that we would have mm-hmm. done before and now I think they, they're so far away from it. Like I said earlier, they're so connected that they're disconnected from a lot of things. So I want right. to try to see if I can get them back connected, even if it's one class at a time, and see Absolutely. if they can, start, you know, start back writing, start back sharing their emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's a drop, even if it's a drop of change, it's still something. Right. That's so true, you know, because um, I'm an editor as well, and one thing that I try to portray to my clients is that don't just write in the present because your books are going to be out there and you want to be able to touch a reader 10, 20 years from now yep. exactly where they need to be touched when they pick up your book. So always keep that in mind and not just focus, like you said, within yourself because it's not just you. You are touching so many other people when you write. When you put that pen to paper and it goes out into the world, you want it to still have legs. 10, 20, 30 years from now and touch That's that right. reader where they need to be touched. Yep, I agree. How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. 
I definitely agree. I think I think one of the things that we've gotten away from, and one of the things that I still have on my mind, is creating a legacy of, of your work as an individual. We've all been put here on purpose. We all have a reason for being here. We all have a, a part to play. And I feel as though you know, mm-hmm. instead of everybody trying to be like everybody else, you know, find something that that you can do. Find something, that, and that's part of leaving your legacy. So. I do want them like 50, right. 60 years from now to go online, but I, I don't know what they'll have by that time. But, um, you know, Amazon might be like <laughs> something in the air or something. I don't know. But I need to go online and, <laughs> and read stuff and say, hey, you know what? Listen, even in 2000, I don't know, 50, um, mm-hmm. this still relates to me today because this is what I'm going through as a human being. As, and this is part of my emotion. Exactly. This is, well, this is what... This is how this makes me feel. I never understood why. Or write it down and then go back and say, hey, this is where I was last month. Yeah, I need to work on some right. stuff. You know, so that, I, I totally agree with you. And I have never mm-hmm. seen it just as in the present. I think that I am very mm-hmm. grateful for the past. I'm extremely happy about the present. And I'm very excited about the future. Like, I, I look forward to a lot of things. So. I want to leave something that Very people well can go put. back and, and well, thank you. <laughs> I want to leave something that people can read <laughs> and reflect on that helps them and not just entertains them. Absolutely. And if we were sitting here in 2019 talking about your accomplishments, what are some of the things we'll be talking about? Uh, you'd be talking about how much of an impact I made in schools. Um, sharing the message of being able to express yourself and to not be afraid. Um, we will talk about the countless places that we've been to share the, mes- the mission or the message of not beating yourself up that much and that growth is a part of life. <laughs> you know, there's just a couple of things. I mean, I, I definitely see it going somewhere. I mean, part of, part of my story too, I did do modeling and acting and, yeah, and not that it, you know, I just felt like it was not for me. Um, mm-hmm. And as much as I got encouraged to do other things, I, I just felt at that time the writing was more important. And, you know, I lost some friends over that because, you know, most people are like, why would you go and write? And why don't you pursue this? And why don't you pursue that? And I just never had a passion for it as much as I think everybody else had a passion, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I stuck with the writing. Is it glamorous? No, it's not. Is it fame-filled? It's not. But does it have a mm-hmm. purpose attached to it? Yes, it does. So I think that that's okay. you know I, I really I really want people to understand that, I, that all I did was my best with what I had and try to push it out at people to um, be helped from some of the stuff that they read or to re- relate right. to it and then reflect on it. So you know, mm-hmm. in the future, I think I think that's what will happen. I think if we sit back here now in 2019, I think you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that, that's 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 the goal. The goal is to 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 keep moving forward um, in the same direction and try to reach as many people as possible. Absolutely. And I and I I used to say 2017 or 2018, but <laughs> you know I, everything is growth. And I I realized that when you are when you have a vision. And you have a path that you're taking, nine times out of ten, you're already ahead. You know, so many people are already in into twenty eighteen and thinking about their next plotting their next move and, and their next um direction that they wanna go into. And so when mm-hmm. we say twenty nineteen, it's like wow, because you I want our listeners to be able to see and feel see your vision 
and then be able to feel your passion behind it. And I think people get really excited when they're like, wow, people don't even know I've been thinking that far ahead. They get excited because it's like – I really, really been thinking that far ahead. Let me tell you what I've been thinking about and <laughs> what I got planned. So it's exciting to hear and feel the author's passion when you ask about their vision and, and how far they see it going. Yes, that def- it definitely brings an excitement. Cause I think cause it, then you see yourself in, a, in another position. You see what you're trying to work on growing as well. So it definitely, I mean, I was excited to talk about it. So I guess you made your point. <laughs> And it's also about being held accountable. You know, there's a little bit of accountability mixed up in there as well, guys. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. I know. I pay attention. Just as you. <laughs> I do. Now, we here on Let's Chat, we also pay attention. Now, we're going to uh, – we so enjoyed you spending some time with us. You know, we understand that your time is, is busy. You know, you're busy. But we're going to have a little fun before you leave the chat room. And uh, to do that, I'm going to go back to what you were saying earlier. First of all, this is T. I'm sorry. We try, Tony, I'm sorry. We try to introduce ourselves. But we were talking about, you know, sometimes your, your, your followers have a bad day, and I'm having a bad day today. Now, by you being from Trinidad, this is all just imaginary, of course, Trinidad and Tobago, I'm going to go with the fruit of mango. I'm sure you're very familiar with the fruit of the mango. Yes, now, my I bad am. day, <laughs> I know you are. My bad day is that I have a mango on my desk and I have a bowl of jelly beans. I'm just torn between the two. I'm having a bad day, God. Please help me out in a couple of sentences which way I should go. Can I combine them? <laughs> um, no. Have you ever had something called mango chutney? No. No. Have you ever had... What is that? All right. Listen, I'll, I'll tell you about it a little bit. Hold on. Have you ever had <laughs> mango chow? Mm. Okay. See? I have. So, I, I'm gonna go back to the mango chutney because I have had my my husband's family from the different islands and my babysitter was from Trinidad. So you go ahead and still share it though. <laughs> right. So the mango chutney is I I think it's it's something that they use like how um just as somebody would use like a condiment on certain things, but the mango chutney is mm-hmm. what they use back home to put into stuff like um and if you're familiar with the food doubles. From Trinidad, but they put that mm-hmm. they great. It's like grated fruit with like a little bit of season and stuff like that. But it tastes really, really good. And the sweeter the mango, is the better the taste. Mm-hmm. So, oh. um, yeah, I, 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 I honestly would pick the mango over the jelly beans. I mean, I'm just biased. Of course, <laughs> of course you would. But you know, I'm having a bad day. I wanted a little mixture. <laughs> Hey, yeah, that mango is gonna be good, man. Like I look forward to going to get mango. You know. I, I know mean, that's why that that was why it was part of your fun question because I know you would love to have the mango. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, we so appreciate you coming to kick it with us in the chat room. We want you to shout out all of your social media where everybody can get your book. All right. So for Instagram, it is simple. It is I am God Boise. Um, that's mm-hmm. my Instagram page. Uh, I just have one page. I post on there almost every day. Uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. same name, God Vozer. Um, there's another page, also God Vozer, that you could find on there as well. Um, I, I hardly ever use Twitter. I think Twitter is 
something you should be on all day. So I don't want to commit myself to that being there all day and then messing up. <laughs> um, okay. But definitely Instagram and definitely Facebook. I am God Voze or simply God Voze. And, um, you know, the book itself now is on, on Amazon, Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. The link for the book is actually on my bio on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now it's an ebook preparing for Christmas. So we're going to have um, hard copies published soon you know, as as good Christmas mm-hmm. gifts and some New Year reading. So, yeah, so Instagram, I am God Voze, Facebook, God Voze, and Amazon.com. The book is called The Journey Continues Evolve. It is an ebook, so it's something you could carry around with mm-hmm. you. Hard copies will be coming by Christmas. And I really appreciate mm-hmm. you guys having me on the program tonight. Um, it definitely was a pleasure. So thank you very much. That's- well, we appreciate you taking time out. Yes. No problem. I had fun. Now I'm going to get me a map. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is your home garden now. Anytime you want to come back and share that mango or any other book that you have coming out, you just hit one of us up and we can make that happen. <laughs> I like how that sounds. Thank you very much. I definitely appreciate it. And like I said, you know, being an author, it's not, it's not what, you know, it's not as glamorous, but it definitely has a nice little purpose, and I'm very excited about what's to come. And I was very excited mm-hmm. to be on the show today. So thank you very much again. I will always say thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, You're more than you welcome. welcome. <laughs> Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Hi. I love it. I love it. And and I, and you know it. I loved how. It comes from a man. Normally we have women on the show and they're they're mm-hmm. giving us life coach and life lessons. I love it because it comes from a man. Um and I think that mm-hmm. a lot of times women need to hear that from men and, and men need to hear it. And they need to hear that it's okay mm-hmm. to to love on yourself and allow people to love on you. Now we have our next mm-hmm. guest. This is you know, he ain't even a guest. He a family member. We got Aaron Bebo from he he you know he a family member he got his own little chair over there with his little velvet uh velvet robe his and robe. so he's gonna come in here and tell us what he's been cooking in his creative kitchen you know our topic today is a creative remix and if anybody has read an Aaron Bebo book you already know that Aaron Bebo is a creative remix especially in the literary world hey B what's happening what's good what's going on. Hey, B, welcome to your other home, the chat room. This is T. <laughs> What's going on, Miss Tony? That's my <laughs> motherfucking peoples right there, for real. <laughs> Man, you know, you're going you're gonna to have to just give me a minute for our listeners, because y'all know we should not love when Aaron come on, but I, also it gives us the opportunity to just love on them. Now, Lisa and I started off on a radio show called Real Run Radio with the one and only director. I have learned so much about this industry through your teaching, Bebo. And I always, whenever I have an opportunity to say thank you, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab it. You know, I get emotional. <laughs> but he has taught me how to move, and as well as how not to move in this industry. And he has helped me out whenever I've reached out, Bebo. I just want to let it known on the air how much I so appreciate and love you, man. You my peace. <laughs> Yo, I really, yo, real shit, yo. 
I really appreciate that, man, because I, I, not even, yo, no arrogance involved. Like, it's a lot of people that's supposed to be telling and saying the same thing, <laughs> but they don't be saying it. They don't be you know, telling we, the truth. We cannot, but nah. we keep it real here. We keep it real. Yeah, we you all, yo. No. I told B that he needs to write a book about and, and just teaching the art of literature. Uh, he keeps telling me no, but I think if I keep asking enough, he gonna do it mm-hmm, and give a class right along with it. I'll be the first student in line. Persistence, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep asking. He gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let him get graduated, get his doctorate, all of that situated. I'm like, Aaron, remember that I was telling you, and then he gonna be like, Yeah, I was thinking about that, really. <laughs> Nah, oh, yeah, man. these should always be nah. But you know what? That's real. But I, 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 I'm not honestly real talk, and I say this a lot. Like this is honest. Like I'm not qualified. Lisa do always be telling me to to do that. But to be honest, like I'm really not qualified. It only seems like I'm qualified because mm-hmm. of, of the people that's before us right now. You right. know what I mean? Like, but re- realistically, like, honestly, I'm really not qualified. Like, I don't just be running out there assuming roles, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it looked like somebody might throw some flowers at my feet or something. But, <laughs> nah, I really, honestly, nah, real talk, like, I really don't, um, I really don't know enough. But it seems mm-hmm. like I know enough because of the climate we in. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the shit I be talking about, be really, honestly, no, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, this should be common knowledge. Mm. Like, real talk. Mm-hmm. It know. should be. So, it should be. you know. Absolutely. I mean, we in a fast pace. Mm-hmm. We, we fast pace, though, right now. Like, everything moving fast pace, you know, so... A lot of people don't really want to. If, if you know, you're going to go. If you don't know, you still going to go. You're going to have it like a helicopter. Yeah, right. <laughs> people should. You know what? That's a good term. People should be hovering. But people don't want to hover. They want to take off and go. Like mm. The hovering process is over. Listen, you guys. Anytime I see anything. That got to do with any type of editing or anything. I always mention Miss Tony because realistically, Miss Tony hovered for a long time. Like, real talk. Like, she wasn't even talking about no editing or nothing. She was really, you know, she was already editing her, 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 um, her boss's book. You know what I mean? Prominent person. You know, she was already doing things. And she wasn't even saying that. Like, she just was moving. And you know, like yeah. you just got like you can't like for real, man. It's crazy, man. I don't know, Miss Tony did. I I really really respect Miss Tony a lot because of the way that she moved. And 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 furthermore, too, let me just say I meant to come in and congratulate both you ladies on your nomination and your win on the award. Oh. You know what I mean? Thank I'm glad you, to see that Yeah. 
Yeah, Thank I'm glad you. to see we that child. Yeah, y'all, I'm glad to see that child made moves. Like a lot of people, you know how many people I done seen come and go. That's why I'm be getting excited. Like seriously, sometimes people be getting excited. They be like, yo. Uh, I was like, yo, all right. All right. But you know something, B, you know something, Leisha and I, Leisha and I, we have taken the jewels that you guys taught us, and we have made it our own, you know, so we have grown since the since the early days of radio, and we're just making it our own, and we're just having fun with what it is that we do, and we so appreciate people like you that just spend in your time with us and just give us a little bit of your time so we so appreciate it and we just try to keep the show fresh every week and I think we're doing a pretty damn good job <laughs> yo y'all, yo listen I love what y'all did like <clears throat> I love don't don't get me wrong like I love the, I love when y'all take time out and you know give accolades to myself and, and Nene or whatever, but mm-hmm. I I really I'm I'm an observer. Like I be watching what people be doing, and um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I love what y'all did after. You mm-hmm. know, like a- after the fact, after the fact of what Real World Radio was, you know, and mm-hmm. um, how y'all kept it going and y'all kept a platform and y'all became an award winning show. You know what I mean, and um, that right there, it shows me like I feel good about it because I'll be like, y'all, I did something right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes, you did. No, <laughs> nah, honestly, like, cause if you look like, like, realistically, like, this is the second time, like, we kind of won. I didn't win with y'all this time, but like. We won with Real World Radio, like That's just right. two years ago. Yeah, we a did. Year and a half, That's right. Like a year and a half That's ago, and then That's Real right. World That's Radio true. stopped, and then y'all just kept it going, and then y'all turned around, mm-hmm. and y'all went again, and then you know y'all been making moves. Y'all, I've been watching y'all being at different events, and you know, you know, mm-hmm. see making y'all steps. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna be able to have a trace history, and everybody mm-hmm. everybody starts there. You know what I mean? Like I started with people who aren't around anymore, and people who went mm-hmm. on to have lifetime specials on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So like these these are y'all 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 see in y'all steps, and I really I really you know I dig what y'all doing, man. It is dope. You know what I mean? Thank we you. appreciate that, Erin. Thank you. Now, see, we're not the only one making moves, though. We, I see you out here. You make, see, you move in silent, and then you tell everybody at the end. And so, you know, we like exclusives here. We like snacks and nuggets. Mm-hmm, we do. So I want you to tell us what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen. I've been, yo, I really, I've been doing a lot of different things. Honestly, like I've been working mm-hmm. on a lot of different projects. Um, mm-hmm. 
my main thing, what I've been concentrating on, honestly, for like the last eight or nine months, and I spoke about this last time I was on y'all's show, and I'm still on that right now. Like, it's, it's, you know, I'm still trying to figure this out. It's audience. You know what I mean? And um, I have to find the correct audience to present my works to because it's different time. We in different times right now. So, right. you know, right now I've been working on audience and um, presentation, figuring out who my audience is, number one. That's what I've been doing, researching, number one, my work, my reviews, the people that I know have an intimate, you know, connection to my work, and just me generally as a writer and developing, you know, Myself in in different areas of writing, and um, that that's the first part I've been doing. And and secondly, I just been preparing the mixtures. Like I I got some real serious work, but again, like I, I just I know that my audience probably ain't gonna withstand anybody that's trying to do something fast or spontaneous. Like this fun, you know what it was before I wasn't aware of the spontaneous reader market. And um, mm-hmm. anybody that fits into the spontaneous reader market is probably really mm-hmm. not going to be interested in my work. And, and you know I mean, why, yeah. I mean, Because I think, I really, really honestly think that your audience and your reader market is TV. You know what? It's mm. crazy that you should say that. I've really, I, I've been working on a lot of things to do with film and and short film and TV recently and video, and um, I think so too. I, I think that I what it is with my reading audience as far as books that um. No, and I don't really mean that. I'm trying to. That's why I pause because I really don't want to disrespect anybody else that's writing at this time right now, and and and, and I mean no disrespect, but I I just feel like my writing really has a, a longevity that's mm-hmm. gonna outlive this time. Like this is just a period, you know. I and mm-hmm. and and and. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty years, an Aaron Bebo book is still gonna be relevant, and a lot of these books aren't. And I'm and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. And when I say that they aren't gonna, they aren't gonna be relevant. What I mean by that is even if they seem hot right now, like yours, and in, in, in ten years you're not gonna be able to trace back to that period mm-hmm. of that book, that any particular title. Of a lot of these books, because right. it's, it's a That's lot so of it. true. it's a lot. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm a reader first. I tell people that all the time. I'm a reader first. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this writing is very repetitive. It shows no growth, and mm-hmm. in, in not mm-hmm. only the writing but the author of the writing. Um, mm-hmm. the language is very dense. It's, it's not expanded vocabulary. It's almost written like in a form where it's written for a direct audience. And what I mean by that is 
it's written almost in a in a way in a manner where you almost as the audience should almost know already. The audience should be anticipating, which is crazy. The audience should be mm-hmm. anticipating what the writer is about to write next what the writer's right. about to say right now or what direction they're going to go in. And not only with the current book they're reading, but anything that may come in the future from right. particular author. Like it's going to be right. the same old story. Mm-hmm. And those stories That's really true. don't have no, yeah, they don't have no, they don't have no stuffing. You know what I mean? Since we close to Thanksgiving, I'm going to say stuffing. They don't really got no <laughs> stuffing. They, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, they're not going to, they're not going to last. Like, they might, they might be, seem like they hot right now. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But realistically, like, overall, they, they're lacking so many different elements of writing. Like, there's no way they, they can sustain. Uh-huh. That's so true. Beyond. And I'm not sure, right, I'm not sure if you heard our last interview, but that was one of the things that I, I spoke with um, Garth about is you want your book to have legs. You want your book to outlive you. So in 10, 20, 30 years, when they pick up an Aaron Bebo book, they, you want it to be relevant to something that can touch them where they are. Because as a reader, you know I'm a reader first. I remember books that I've read 20 years ago, and I could still feel the passion that I had when I was reading them. Now, those authors are no longer with me, but their work is still with me. So it's so important that when you sit down and you pen something, you know, you got to make sure that it's not just written in today's world. You want it to be worldly. Does that make sense to you? It makes perfect sense to me. And not only that, like, like with some the minute, the moment somebody mentions or immediately associated with goodness, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, those type of titles. Like, I still feel it. Right. Right. Like, and I'm yeah, not trying to, like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or arrogant when I be saying these things. Like, it's just, uh, like, right now, like, I, you got to leave something on them pages. Like, you, like, Miss mm-hmm. Tony, I know you I know you read Rat Hunters. You said that was the first mm-hmm. book you read by me. I know for exactly. a fact there's still when just me mentioning that title something resonates with you, whether it be mm-hmm. the character or, like, yo, you know what, he had a lot of good character development in that book. or so, Like, you're going to mm-hmm. remember something just by me mentioning the title. That's not <laughs> now I want to expound on I'm, I'm, I'm going to expound on that, B, because, like you said, Rat Hunters was the first book that you read, and I can tell you exactly when I read it was in 2013. Okay, that's how much when you are into a book that you can reflect back about when, what you were doing, the style, the music. So those are the things that give that period legs, that gives the longevity, and that also creates it to be part of something that's worldly within you and not just in your world today. Absolutely. And that's what it is, though. You have to be – you don't be of the world. You know what I'm saying? When you move around, mm-hmm. you want to contribute. You have to be a contribution to whatever is going on in the world. But you don't want it just to be you or or just to right. be known for what you bought or, or this or that. You want to be known for more than that because I think that 
everybody knows when you write a book, everything that you write, people are not going to enjoy. It's not going to hit every time. But I think that, mm-hmm. and the one thing I love about Aaron and his pen is that he makes sure that his library is on point because he knows that they're going to go back and they're going to read something else. And I know that the first book that I enjoyed of Aaron's is Bunches of Love. That's my favorite mm-hmm. character. And I didn't really like Aaron's pen before I read that book. But when he wrote Bunches mm-hmm. of Love, I was like, I like this book. I love it. <laughs> And yeah, right. you know what? I appreciate that because that that shows diversity. And honestly, to be honest with you, like I don't like bunches of love. I didn't like it, <laughs> and I don't. I, for real, like I don't like it. Like, but mm-hmm. it 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 was something that needed to be written to go mm-hmm. with something else, and mm-hmm. you know. I did what I did, and I'm glad that you appreciated it. Me, personally, I feel like I definitely could have did better. And see, that's the thing, mm-hmm. too, with this, this writing thing, this 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 whole social media and writing and authors and readers and everybody congregating together. Nobody wants to say, hey, you know what? I made a mistake, or my effort could have been better, or... I owe mm-hmm. not even mm-hmm. maybe not the readers, but just the genre. Like y'all, I owe the right. genre something better right. because I did a disservice. Like people are really dissatisfied with just doing the same thing, congregating with the same people, taking pictures with the same people. Like. That shit is what this shit is becoming, and honestly, no disrespect, like I, it, it just it puts it in a box. It's not getting no bigger. This shit mm-hmm. is no bigger than this shit is not. This shit is confined to anybody I can go right now and talk to right now. Like I can talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like for real, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful or arrogant or nothing. Like it's just that hot, and. With that too, a reader may have that same accessibility. Hmm. So what does that do? Like, it's it, it's like nobody's putting no pressure nowhere. That the, my my peers ain't putting no pressure on me to to do no better, or my next book right. might sell by their effort. Because if I look at mm-hmm. their effort, I'd be like, oh, I, all I gotta do is deliver this. And mm-hmm. I'll at least, I'll at least sell what I sold last time off of this. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. no, uh, I don't feel no challenge. I don't feel no, not me, me personally when I'm looking at it, because I used to feel this way. Now I'm looking at at a lot of this like y'all. None of this is my audience. The people, the 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 readers, the the authors, the mm-hmm. like. None of this is my audience because I'm thinking on a whole nother level, and these people are satisfied doing this. Right. You know what wow. I mean? Like, but I'm, Lizo, yeah, do you ever, like, honestly. Do, do you ever sit back and, like, what, think, like, 
through this journey of yours, because you had such a rich journey, be it good, bad, or otherwise, do you ever sit back and just reflect and say, what the heck am I doing in this business? I could be doing X, Y, Z. Do you ever get that type of moment? I do. I do. But mm-hmm. I, I, I believe, like, I be believing, I believe in order and, and God's order of things, like, for instance, right? I don't think that I don't think that Jay Z would have been good at anything else but a rapper. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I mm-hmm. really like I think if he had not got a record deal and been able to put his vocals out there and speak to people. Mm-hmm. And become who he became, his life would have been a waste. Like, just imagine Jay Z. Imagine his records, his catalog, everything he did, and then imagine all of that gone, and he's loading boxes in a factory. Mm. Like he's a shipping clerk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think of life in terms of that, and I think about myself in terms of that too. I'm like, yo, what else would I be doing? Everything about right. my life has led me to work. Everything about mm. my life has led me to working with words. I used to I used to write music before I start writing mm. books. I used mm. I used to write I used to write poems in elementary school. I didn't I didn't have no idea of doing that like this. And and then mm. I was I was locked away in juvenile detention. I was a comic book addict. I used to I used to have me and my homeboys, we used to gamble for comics. We used to play twenty one blackjack for comic books. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I ended up getting locked up and I had like over four hundred comics at the time. I'm talking about She Hawk number two. Like I had all wow. types of comics. Like well shit well, yeah, shit mm-hmm. worth money. Like real talk. Like I I was a comic book dude and I ran into mm-hmm. a dude in DFY, while I was locked up in DFY, I ran into a dude that was very, he was good as hell with, with drawing. He was good as, mm-hmm. he used to be able to draw. He could draw real good. And I was like, yo, we should do a comedy book. I'm going to write this shit. And you draw the character. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. So, like, my whole life been just leading me to write. You right. know what I mean? So it would be a waste for me to be doing anything else. Because indirectly, yeah, indirectly, my whole life has been leading me to writing. When I was 19, I had a publishing deal through a company getting checks through BMI and ASCAP for ghostwriting for, for, for like, rap artists. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, at 19, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, my whole life been leading me to this my whole mm-hmm. life. Like, I thought I was going to be in the music business. And then I... Well, you know, we you, one of your songs is, is, is a permanent fixture here in Let's Chat. We play... If we don't play that song every show, I don't know what else. We always play Bebo's song. But Bebo, because of your love for the word, do you think that that is what contributed to you 
having the longevity in this field that you have in this industry and, and beyond? Definitely, because it, 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 it draws me to want to do better. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. my passion for the word draws me to make me want to know what I'm talking about when I speak. To make me want to know more about literature, to make me want to know more about English, to make me want to know more about language. So that's like my motivating factor. That's why when mm-hmm. I when I be speaking, it sometimes come off as arrogant because it's not that I'm being arrogant; it's just that I be speaking with a knowing. I be so sure <laughs> of what I be talking about that <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I don't really like. Only ones who gonna perceive it wrong is people who don't know, right? Or people who don't want to research to see what it is. So I don't be having time for sentiment with words unless I'm writing. Like if I'm delivering a message, like I'm not trying to figure out like yo, how can I tell people this in a soft way so they'll accept it but know how serious it is. Like, I haven't gathered mm-hmm. that type of wit or patience yet to do that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not you, saying I don't need to. You touched on something, B. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you touched on something that I wanted to ask you because you are known for, for teaching. You know, you are known for your research. And you just mentioned the word research. And by you being in this business as long as you have, you know, the business wasn't the way it is today as to when you started. So are there any tools that you miss because technology has made them obsolete? Nah, y'all, I'm going to tell you something funny. And I tell people this all the time. It's another thing. Really and truly, ain't nothing change about publishing stuff for the people that got in it. Oh, that's, and I'm that's being deep. honest, like I'm being honest, like real talk, like the access to publishing became more open, more broader, and more people got in it. But the way that you publish is still the same, whether it be music or whether it be, you know, literature. Like if I get ready to mm-hmm. produce a book, I still need proofreaders. I still need editors. I still need formatters. I still need a cover designer. I still need ISBNs. That's the same way how it was before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ain't nothing changed. It just was the access was different, and it costs money. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, it costs money. So when I say access, I'm talking about the financial aspect of it. Like, now it don't cost nobody nothing. And when it don't cost nobody nothing, that too also takes away the rules. Whenever you remove the guidelines, you create chaos. A lot of people may not see chaos at the beginning. Like if you look at the Ten Commandments, right? When mm-hmm. when when um, Pharaoh first let the slaves go, everybody was happy, right? Right. They was leaving Egypt. They was happy, right? Yeah. And then. Mm-hmm. A little bit down the road, everybody became dissatisfied after all these hundreds of years in bondage and slavery. They became dissatisfied at what? 
Mm-hmm. You feel me? So at some point, people going to become dissatisfied and they're going to take away the rules. And that's all that happens in publishing. Anybody, but then people, the people gain access and took away the guidelines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but do you feel that because they're not challenged or they don't want to meet the challenge, that they try to find the easy way out? Because that's when everything starts to be the same because you see someone taking the easy way out. You know, you don't challenge yourself. You want to grow yourself. Where's the challenge in that? What they do is they assassinate the challenge. I'm the challenge. I'm the one that's talking the shit or what's perceived as, mm-hmm. as talking shit or the bad guy or whatever saying, hey, do it the right mm-hmm. way. Like, nah, don't do So, you know, what they do is they assassinate it. They assassinate the challenge. And by that, they feel like, yo, I defeated the challenge. I, I'm able to move on. I want. If you get over a challenge, mm-hmm. it's one thing, but if you assassinate the challenge, then, you know what I mean, it's something different. And that's what be happening. Like, nobody don't want to follow the rules and guidelines. Like, I, no disrespect. I ain't even trying to be funny. I'm going to say this publicly. I've been saying this to a lot of my, my, my personal friends in the background, but I'm going to say this honestly now because a lot of people be having a total misconception about who I am and what's going on. Like, a lot of these people be thinking about, you know, like, getting an award from here or there or being recognized with it by this person or doing this or doing that. While these people is thinking their peers, knowing that they're going to miss U.S., like, knowing they're going to miss New York Times, I'm thinking USA Today. You know what I mean? I'm thinking the Village right. Voice. I'm thinking these small-time newspapers. Actual right. accomplishments, something that's going to really be able to be solidified 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. So the right. things that people be thinking about, I don't even be thinking about when they be thinking I'm giving attention to that. Like, I'd be so across the street with my thinking and in terms of what I want to accomplish that it really, like I said, like people be like the New York Times, everybody forgetting USA Today got a a valid list, yo. <laughs> Huffington it's Post, valid. things like that. <laughs> right, Huffington Post. Like, see, but that's what I'm saying. Like people be trying to impress their peers. Like, no disrespect, mm-hmm. man. I be feeling like, yo, like, I lace my shoes up the same way they do. Like, any given mm-hmm. day. It could be anybody's day today. A lot mm-hmm. of these people don't be feeling like that. Like, they be feeling like mm-hmm. they peers. They become fans of their peers. And a lot of times they peers expect that. And when you don't, then... That's another thing that can put you on the hit list, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that's right. Well, B, you know, we like to yeah. we like to end our show. One thing that we do here on Left Chat, we love ending our interviews with a fun question. And uh, I already knew what I was going to ask you when I knew you were booked. <laughs> so your fun question today has to do with my first read of yours. 
which is the Rat Hunter. We're going to do some combination. We're going to take your lead character. You know I love me some porn out of the Rat Hunter. And we're also going to take your other book, My Favorite Hip Hop. I used to love her. We're going to take um, Dana from that. If I Do I have the words, the names correct? I'm doing it from memory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we have Dana and Porn, and we're going to do a little quick combined scene between the two, and I'm going to throw back in that marshmallow, because I'm having some fun with the marshmallow. Can you give us a quick scene bringing these two <laughs> together, these two different genres together using a marshmallow? <laughs> That's your challenge tonight, B. <laughs> bringing them two together using a marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, marshmallows is her new thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> marshmallows it is. <laughs> nah, but um, I I think just just thinking of the the type of dude that porn is like, I really can't see him out camping or nothing. So it's definitely not gonna be nothing like that. And Dana either, like, she's just definitely not that kind of girl. So it's going gonna, it, it, gonna to have to be a logical purpose between both of them because they both schemers and calculators. Um, scene with them together. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Let's just, let's just say, man, they, they out on a ski resort together somewhere. Oh, it's super duper cold. I already like it. Ain't no, yeah, ain't no heat. Ain't no heat. They 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 got to start a little fire in the fireplace, and all they got to eat is marshmallows. That's gonna wrap. That's gonna wrap that up. They gonna they got marshmallows on the chessboard with a fireplace. That should be all right. I like that. Between Marshmallows yeah, man, in the but cold. I, I, yeah, marshmallows in the cold. I don't like marshmallows and like hot chocolate, though. I think it's just a waste. It's a, it just it's melts, just, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, well, well, how about you take marshmallows and turn it into a life lesson or a, uh, a life lesson? Compare marshmallows to life. Well, if I was going to prepare marshmallows to life, I would have to say that, you know, you could still be full of air and have some type of substance to yourself. You know, I mean, don't follow the crowd, basically, like, Create your own win. Be your own look. Be your own person. You know, puff out and and, and be yourself. Uh-huh. Like seriously, like you're gonna have to be unique. It's nothing else in the world like marshmallows. Like you could eat a lot of other different things, and be like, oh, this tastes like chicken. If you eat a marshmallow, it's going to be a marshmallow. If you taste something, you'd be like, this tastes like it's got marshmallows in it. Somebody's going to be like, oh, yeah, it do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, right. So, you know, just, just be, yeah, just be unique in your own character, man. 
and puff mm-hmm. out and, and, and be your best. You know what I mean? Right. And when they squish you, come back into substance, come back into form. You know, I like and, that. Puff out and be your best. And when they squish you, come back. I love that, B. Look at you. That's the director coming out. Puff out. Look, that's, they have everybody saying puff out because I'll be the first one. I'll be like, yeah, y'all got to puff out sometime. Mm-hmm, I love that. Yeah, I man. love it. You know what? I'm glad you said that because this is all off the head. People be thinking I'll be preparing this shit. <laughs> But, you know, that's why we ask these off-the-wall crazy questions. You know, a lot of times as readers, we get to experience the author's pen in their book, and we get to feel their passion when they're writing. But sometimes it's good to be able to hear their passion for the things that they're able to do, kind of like having a literary um, acapella moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To see the natural, mm-hmm. the like the the just the natural naked creativity of an author, just instantly, boom. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's what the it's challenge. supposed to be about, man. Right, the challenge. Yo, keep here. that on the table. I want y'all, I want y'all two ladies to keep that mm-hmm. on the table. I don't care who your guest is, Aww. like make sure y'all keep for real. Make sure y'all keep it. Y'all, y'all keep it unbiased with whoever it is. Like, y'all, what's mm-hmm. the challenge? You like that? What's the challenge? That little, yeah. That little because thing? They, they know, <laughs> yo, there's no, yo, nobody's challenging nobody no more. Everybody want to be friends. And I'm not saying there's no, nothing wrong with being friends. <laughs> don't don't right. get me wrong. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with being friends. But, like, when, when it's too friendly, nobody don't want to tell nobody when they need to step it up. Because everybody's mm-hmm. friends. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, That's not a friend, we, we. though. That ain't a friend, though. Those are associates and acquaintances. Yeah, a friend is yeah, going to let it, you know when you got to step it up. It depends what climate you're in. When, when it be friendly and when it when it don't be like, sometimes it do be your friends. It really be people mm-hmm. that be your friends. And they're not telling you to step it up because they're just as blind as you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> they, caught, they caught up in the same They caught up in the same Batter that you caught up in About to get fried You know what I mean Like yeah. Wow well, we, we like that little segment of, it, of our show We we love it <laughs> Yes me too Challenge and and, 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 and and 10 to 20 year books That's what we want to uh-huh. see if yep. it's your book, that's another one. If your book the last ten to twenty years, like that's what's really gonna matter. Yep. Well, B, you know we always enjoy you here on Let's Chat. This is your home. You are welcome back here anytime. Leisha and I will make it happen. You know you got your chair over there with your velvet robe. It's always there. So we could take it to the cleaners regularly, <laughs> but we do appreciate you spending some of your very valuable time with us this evening and our listeners. So just shout out them, your social media handles and whatever it is that you would like them to go pick up of yours. In addition to that rat hunting with porn and I used to love her, which has a new name with Miss Dana. So tell them what else they can expect from Mr. Bebo's pen or even from your music. Cause we got you in our revolving queue here on that chat. 
Um, yeah, I'm Aaron Bebo on all social media. Aaron Bebo one on Instagram. Aaron Bebo on uh, Facebook. All my social media is Aaron Bebo. I'm a, I'm the only one you're gonna find. Um, and and what I got coming soon is is a joint called Hey Young World, and it's that's actually a, a joint that. I have released it before it was it was till my casket dropped, but um, mm-hmm. I had to go back in and and redo the shit over because I really think people missed the message the first time around. Yeah, you know okay. I mean, and uh, it's, it's yeah, it's a joint to the to the younger to the youth. You know what I mean? Like what's going on right now, as opposed to what was going on, and um, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to get everything back on track, like. The dope game is over. Like the the, mm-hmm. the drug game, mm-hmm. all that, it's over with. You know, and um, we lost a lot of people, a lot of good lives, a lot of good families was was broken up due to that in many different ways, incarceration, death, whatever the case may be. And um, I want these books to start having a message again, man. Start talking about something. Right. Right. Right, for real. Like, give it some substance. <laughs> right. Right. It's too friendly. Mm-hmm. Anything past them for good. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Yeah. Gotta have meat and potatoes. Something to chew on. Right. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm claiming, I'm claiming, I'm, I'm claiming king of development for, for 2018. I got a joint there coming. You go. I got a joint. Yeah, I got a joint coming, man. It, it's um, in 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 the joint, it, it go from one one state to the next, and um, and I didn't announce it in the books, but I really want the reader to acknowledge how the language change, the slang, mm-hmm. the language period change due to the demographic. That's right. Now I, I want to read. See that shit, shit like that is getting overlooked and and slipping by, and it's not getting judged and things like that. And, and, and but anyway, forget all that. That's a whole another conversation. But I got this joint. It's coming. I'm 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 claiming king of development, man, for 2018. Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody that's writing hood novels. It's putting more development ingredient into their books than me. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's because like, you ain't wrote the book um, to teach them how to do that and then teach the class to follow behind the book. See, when you do that, <laughs> you'll start to see some things. Leave start you working in the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> she on it, D. She on it. Yeah, oh, first man. thing I got First, they got to recognize. Uh, they they got to recognize. I'm claiming. Uh, I'm claiming the title now. When they when they recognize him, when they be like, yeah, like yeah, he's back right there. Then we could. Then I could write the book. Cause then they'll take my word for it. Right now, they ain't gonna take Absolutely. my word for it. It just sounds empty. It's just empty. An empty. An empty page. A blank page. <laughs> well, D, you know we appreciate you and thank you so much for joining us once again tonight. As always, it has been enlightening, encouraging, and a teacher moment that we both appreciate as well as our listening audience. So thank you once again. 
Nah, thank you. I appreciate y'all for having me. Like, y'all the best. I love what y'all did with the show. Again, congratulations on the award. And um, thank you. keep doing y'all thing, man. Like, y'all got to keep doing y'all thing. Like, we got to grow this thing one step at a time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. One step at a time. You got that right. <laughs> We give our love to Miss K over there, and we love you guys. And until next time, my friend. Yes, indeed, indeed. Right now, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm moving around, I'm out and about, I'm having fun, visiting mm-hmm. the world, and I will see y'all somewhere on it. All right. Yeah, we all got to get together. We got to get together. We got to do dinner next time we're all together. Let's make that happen in 2018. <laughs> Yeah, we got for real. We do. We gotta have a last dinner or some type of brunch or something. Oh, you know what? Me and you will cook, B. We'll cook, B. We'll yeah. cook. We'll do the cooking and, and yeah. then she do the eating. My, <laughs> my double stove is your double stove. <laughs> yeah, man. That's See, what I'm, we need to I'm do, make- man. Yeah, see, like when I visit Leash, we we know we having some pancakes for breakfast. Right, Leash, get them yep. perfect round mm-hmm. pancakes. She I get the little girl. I'd like be like, uh huh. Go right on here. She be in there too. I'd be like, okay. We <laughs> already have the stuff. She make these perfect pancakes be so perfectly round. I'd be like, you know what? Stop it, Betty Crocker. I got these grits and and shrimp. With, with this chicken sausage that will not uh-huh. stop I'm telling you. Oh, see? We got to do, we gotta do that. <laughs> yeah, or or we could go full-fledged. We need, we know what we need to do. We need to go away to the cabins. Oh. Because they got cabins Keep out in Georgia, too. Keep it and, rustic. <laughs> yeah, they got cabins out in Georgia and in Tennessee. We need to go out mm-hmm. there for like a week or something. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to make something spade. happen in 2018. See, who so plays spades? You... That's what we got to do. We got to have a spades tournament. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. Don't start nothing. We're going to have a couple of card handles going. <laughs> Big whisk. Whatever you play, we have some type of activities going on. Absolutely. Something going on. <laughs> well, we love it. We <laughs> love it. On. Keep us posted. Well, you know, as T said, you are always welcome. Just let us know if you got something to say. You don't have to post it on Facebook. Just be like, I need a spot, and we got you. And you, you I appreciate you. I love what y'all done did, man. Y'all done turned up all the way. I love it. Thank you, B. Thank you. We try to grow every grow. show. That's what we try to do. <laughs> Nah, for real, y'all doing y'all thing. I appreciate what y'all done did. Like, for real, I'm definitely proud of y'all. And I'm going to always be supporting y'all. And until next time, it's been real. Absolutely. We we appreciate that. Coming from you, we appreciate it. Well, B, once again, until next time, my friend, you take it easy. Be cool and keep directing. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Good night. Have a good night. Have a great evening. Too.